So for me, level 10 is playing on that side of the brain, which is the reasoning. And it helps us see where we are at on a scale of low vibrational beings, or depending on which area we're looking at, to a high vibrational self or high vibrational when it comes to love, friendship, career, wealth, et cetera. But in a nutshell, what is a level 10 life? It is so unique to each their own, but it's an aspired version of you that is purely aligned with your gifts, your vision, your dreams, and your soul's purpose. It is this uniquely designed, crafted purpose that has been calling you to experience through this lifetime that you're going through. Hello, beautiful. I'm your host, Samantha Roberto, founder of the Vibrancy Method program, and I am honored to be your life and mindset coach today. I believe we are most vibrant when we are authentically ourselves, and quite often, it's our challenging moments in life that shape us to be that best version. I also believe that deep down, we all have an unshakable confidence within us, and sometimes we just need to be reminded of the light within and who we truly are. So here, we share empowered women's stories to highlight the importance of honoring the journey and to learn from their lessons. We've got a great episode for you today, so let's get to it. Hello, beautiful, and I'm so excited for today's episode because today we are taking you behind the scenes with one of my Montreal soul sisters, MG Disso. <laughs> MG and I, if you follow my Instagram stories, you're going to see she is a regular character in my life here in Montreal. And uh, I just feel so, so, so blessed to have her in my life on a daily. And I'm really excited to be able to share her here with you today. MG is a spiritual life coach, entrepreneur, badass woman who is so dedicated to doing the work. And really, you know, out of anybody I know, she is somebody who definitely practices what she preaches. Always somebody who I personally can go to with advice, with no judgment, <laughs> who is always keeping the bigger vision in mind. So I've, I'm just really, really grateful. Thank you, MG, for one, being in my life, for finding me. Actually, we got to share the story of how we met. And then also just for blessing this podcast with your grace. Thank you so much for having me. This is the best intro. I need to keep the recording and put it everywhere I go to make sure everybody knows exactly who they're dealing with. Just keep listening to it on replay every single day over and over. Have it as a personal mantra to remember who you are (laughs) because this is who you are. You are a light in the world. And I mean, at the end of the day, I know both you and I believe that everybody is that light and we're both committed to one, doing the work ourselves, but then two, holding that clear mirror for other people to remember who they are. 1000%. I couldn't agree more. So my love, before we jump into all of the juicy details of the, of the podcast, let's share the story about how we met. Coming from your opinion first. Coming from my opinion first. Okay. Well, we're going to be talking about this a little bit more throughout the episode because this is all about living our level 10 lives, which means um, decisions have to be made around what does our level 10 friendship look like? And when I had some time to figure out what my level 10 friendship looked like, it looked like people who had the same values, interests, and so much more. And I think that our common friend, Ali, who I believe saw on one of your stories last July, right? And I got curious of who was the lady behind the camera and followed my curiosity, intuition of looking more into it. And I fell into your profile. So your Instagram page account. And then I realized, wow, this woman has so much light to her. We had already, I could tell so much aligned values and I could see how much work, passion, and purpose you had within you. And that just, like I said, aligned so much with me, the woman that I decided to show up as. And being the initiator that I am, I'm a lady who initiates a lot. I just had to contact you. I had to say, hey, can we just like be best friend already and like skip the weird, um, awkward part and just like 
talk about everything and anything. And that's exactly what we did, actually. But it did took a while for us to meet. It wasn't like at first. And then just at the right time and the right moment, it felt like we met in a place where we were actually going through a similar journey. And since then, it's been just a level 10 growth, friendship, and, and so much more is unfolding even today, tomorrow, in the next 10 years. I love it. And um, so one thing I want to say, highlight from that, is that for Instagram, okay, because we met through Instagram technically, and when you have a profile, when you're on it, <clears throat> you never actually know who you're going to connect with, how they're going to connect with you, if you feel inspired. And had MG not followed her intuition and reached out, we would have missed out on this incredible support and this incredible friendship. Like I'm just so grateful that you number one did that. And then number two, grateful that we ended up, you know, crossing paths when we did, because it took us from July to October, like three months of like trying to figure it out, trying to make plans, didn't always work. And then finally went for a walk one day. And on that first walk, we were just like, realized we have so many things in alignment. And I love that you mentioned, you know, your vision, your values, your purpose, because all of that was already there. But to take us back a little bit, I want to share, or I want you to share a little bit of your story prior to getting into this work. What led you to be so passionate about figuring out all of these things? Because there was a time when you looked around and you didn't necessarily feel like you had the level 10 life or even level 10 friends. Can you share a little bit about that? Absolutely. I think it's something that a lot of people go through. Actually, first, first, just to preface, what is level 10? You talk a lot about this level 10 life for anybody who's new to this. Like, what is this level 10? So first explain what is level 10 and then go back and tell us the story. Absolutely. So I like to use level 10. I know some people may be a little on the fence regarding it, but we have in our minds, we have the emotional mind and we have the reasoning. And a lot of people, or I would say society has been based and molded around more of a reasoning aspect to make us feel in a safety net. So for me, level 10 is playing on that side of the brain, which is the reasoning. And it helps us see where we are at on a scale of low vibrational beings, or depending on which area we're looking at, to a high vibrational self or high vibrational when it comes to love, friendship, career, wealth, etc. But in a nutshell, what is a level 10 life? It is so unique to each their own, but it's an aspired version of you that is purely aligned with your gifts, your vision, your dreams, and your soul's purpose. It is this uniquely designed, crafted purpose that has been calling you to experience through this lifetime that you're going through. And, and to have this level 10 life or this level 10 and then you can put in bracket whatever it is that you want to have or actualize. It's a commitment of showing up through inspired actions. It's meeting this level 10 life, vision, and self that calls you and uniquely you. So it can look very different for everybody. And that's what I think I teach on a daily. It's what does your level 10 life look like and how do we get you there? Mm-hmm. So basically it's a rating scale. It's like level 10 is like, you know, if it was a zero to zero, a 10 out of 10, what does your level 10 love life look like? What does your level 10 career look like? What does your level 10 friendships look like? Absolutely. Beautiful. Absolutely. And it's a, it's a, it's a learning process. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a learning and also a deconditioning, like an unlearning process. I couldn't agree more. I could not agree more, but with my path to level 10 and the concept of level 10, it's MG before MG years ago, who was living in misalignment in all areas of my life. So paint us that picture. What did it look like? If you were to rewind and look at MG, how old were you when you imagined this vision of you that was misaligned? Right. Well, it's a working a job that actually didn't fill my system to a point where my body would react to anything that was not in alignment with my system, my heart, or my purpose, which I believe we always get glimpses of our true purpose. And it's, and I love what you always say, listening to the whispers of your heart. And that's when we need to give the mic to the heart, Mm -hmm. you know? 
And, and when you don't, this is what happens. You're just constantly living in a space where there's this misalignment, things can fall through, you know, our bodies are telling us we may become sick. That, that was my journey. I ended up getting sick and, you know, I was in the wrong relationship. I was doing a job that I didn't love, living in a place that was not inspiring me, surrounded by friends that were not aligned with the person that I wanted to become. And I thought that was okay. I thought that was the norm. I thought, I guess I'm the person that's wrong in here. Mm. I love that you mentioned that because I feel like so often in this type of um, of growth journey, oftentimes we're in an, envir- an environment that sort of shaped us to be a certain way. Yet there's these whispers on our heart that could be whispering, there's more, or there's just different, or you're meant from different. But the, sometimes the, I almost want to say juxtaposition, like the, the hard part about it is that you look at the life you're living and you're like, no, I actually, I'm fitting into this mold. Maybe there's something wrong with me. Maybe I should be satisfied. Maybe I should be happy. What's wrong with, you know, with me um, versus actually taking that and realizing maybe it's the wrong environment or maybe there's something else for you, right? I feel like a lot of women who've gone through this growth journey go through that step. Absolutely. It's almost like we are a flower growing on a rock, you know, and you can put as much soil as you want, as much water, as much nutrition as you want. It just, it won't flourish as much as if you were in the right garden. And that's, that's the way back to you. It's finding what is the perfect favorable environment for your system. And that's when we need to get curious. Mm -hmm. Transplant the flower. Exactly. And that's going to be tough. Even just pulling out the roots, then finding the right soil, the right amount of sun. This recipe to your system is going to be a hunt and we have to be patient because the end goal, which is level 10, is so sweet. And hopefully today we get a glimpse of teaching what and how to get there. Mm -hmm. People also get that taste of their level 10 lives. So going back, there you were in the wrong relationship, doing a job that didn't inspire you, looking around and saying, you know, what's wrong with me, feeling like the odd one out. How was that for you? How did it feel to be waking up in that position every day? I think I would experience a lot of sadness thinking about it now. It's almost I was betraying myself because I was living a life that was going against the whispers of my heart that I was constantly knocking and knocking and knocking. And it's almost like at some point, like I have like earbuds on, I have noise block on, like I had everything going on around me to make sure that I do not hear those knocks anymore. Why do you think that was? What's the fear? I hadn't yet given myself permission to step into the life that I really deep down desired. And that is another really important step to living this level 10 life. Permission. You know, oftentimes when I think about permission, I think about what's beneath it. And when I think feel into what's beneath permission, it's often worthiness. It's that we don't feel worthy or we feel that we won't do it. Like the fear that resides there. So it can be easier, air quotes, to stay back, to put the ear, you know, uh, the earplugs in, put the silencers on and avoid, 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 avoid. But in my experience, what I've seen to be true and what I've seen with numerous clients is that eventually you avoid, you avoid, you avoid before life will literally put you on your knees and there's no choice. You're forced to change drastically in a radical way. So <laughs> it's almost like, and there's almost like the graceful path of opening yourself up, getting curious you know, listening, turning up the dial on the whispers of the heart and going that route or the, uh, <laughs> the, the harder, I wouldn't say harder path uh, in a way of avoidance. I couldn't agree more. And that's where I found myself on my knees. And when you get there, to me, the only way to get back up was to move in alignment. And then what does alignment mean to me when I've been walking on this earth going against that current. So where did you start? Okay. So when you, when it's, you, you were on your knees, you had mentioned an illness. Was that your on your knees moment when it was like your body got so sick that it caused you to stop? Absolutely. And it's going to show up in different ways for a lot of people. 
I think that I heard it loud and clear when this moment happened because I got so many like other types of like knocks that were a little bit louder than the others. And at this point, I was like, okay, that was not a knock. That was like the house fell apart and my temple fell apart, which was myself, my body. Hey, love, sorry to interrupt today's episode, but I've got something exciting I want to share with you. Have you heard about the glow up yet? The Glow Up is a four-week self-study course that I've designed to help you transform your life. And what that means to you is that through it, you're going to have more clarity and conviction in taking actions towards your biggest vision goals. And the real value is knowing that you are living to your absolute fullest potential. Let me tell you about a past Glow Up girl, Stephanie. Stephanie used to struggle with always feeling not enough and never feeling worthy of creating the life she knew she deserved to live. Yet through this course, she deeply began to know her worth. This confidence resulted to her speaking up at work and increasing her salary over 20%, making her an extra thousands of dollars of reoccurring income each year. Feeling totally confident in who you are at your core is important to you too, isn't it? All of this happened because Stephanie became a glow up girl and found her voice. So if you want your own transformation, you're invited to get instant access to your 30 day glow up transformation through the link in the show notes. And you can use the promo code HelloGlow, H-E-L-L-O-G-L-O-W for an extra bonus savings. On this note, let's get back to today's episode. So at this point, I had to ask myself many questions. And it started by not giving the mic to who has been talking for me for the past X, Y, 10, 15, 20 years. But it was giving it to my heart, giving the mic to my heart and guiding me through where to go next. Where is right? Where is left? Because right and left, for whatever amount of time that has been, was not really right or was not really left. So really learning all the way back to the basics of how do we move forward in a place that feels good, mm-hmm. in a place that feels peace. And when you say the person who is talking for you, is that your ego? Is that like like a, like your your part of yourself that was just trying to keep it together based on, you know, what you thought you were supposed to be versus what your soul really wanted? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So what did that look like? Um, I know like actually, and I kind of want to share a little bit about the illnesses because it was more of a spiritual dis- disease, you would say, because you couldn't quite figure out what was wrong with you, but your body sort of shut down. Absolutely. Yeah. Many. So I'm somebody who's very psychosomatic. So my body talks to me, even when I'm like, no, it's going to be like, oh yeah, there's a lot of messages that come through my body. And I think it was an ongoing process where I started to see manifestations of illnesses through a lot of, I would say there was a lot of weight loss that was in there. Even though I had not changed anything regarding my diet, I would experience strong, high levels of anxiety. And there was not necessarily any changes in my life, but it was more like anything that my body could find to kind of, shake up the temple happened, which ended up one day being in the hospital, talking to a doctor, thinking that I had, I'm not going to say necessarily like the crazy words here. Cause you know, for me, what you speak are actually spells, but many sorts of illnesses were on the table thinking what it could be. And, you know, we left the hospital with a big question mark being so confused of why my body was reacting this way. So I started to, I started to pray. I started to really ask deeper questions. I needed some answers. I was so scared at this point. I had completely lost control of my health. And the only thing that I would hear from my questioning, my prayers was the only way to heal is to get back to you. The only way to heal was to get back to you. It took me a little while to understand what that really meant, but somehow it manifested on its own where I would try things. And if it wasn't in alignment with the whispers of my heart, like you say so well, I would just get more sick. 
But when it was aligned, there was this expansion that would happen in my body. So once I saw the contrast, once I kind of created this compass, what does it look like to be in alignment? What does it feel like, taste like in my body? Then I was just walking around with my compass, moving through life, making sure that every move was aligned. And that's when I got back to not only me, but my health. I love it. I love that you were using your body as your barometer. Um, Because really, that's what it is. Our body and our senses are here to help us navigate through this life. And if we're sensitive enough, if we're open enough, we can actually, and in tune enough, we can actually in the moment be aware whether or not anything, anyone, anything, any opportunity, any decision is the right or the, the quote unquote wrong decision for us. And I say quote wrong because there's never really a wrong decision. Even quote unquote mistakes are learning paths to where we have to go. But what we can do is we can use our body as that barometer to, again, live a life with more ease, with more grace and in a more expansive current of flow. So what I'm hearing from you is that you healed the relationship with your body first. That was sort of like the, the kicker on the back to you journey. Right. Let's share, because I would love for you to share a little bit of, um, we, we shared how you and I ended up friends um, and how at one point you weren't surrounded with people where you felt that your soul was lined. Can you share that story of how you created the level 10 friendships too? Because I think that's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I love this this story because it's an odd one, but trust me, it worked. So I'm a huge believer, and I think you as well, that everything starts in the energetics within, which if you make space for it at the right time, at the right place, would manifest into the physical world. And once I understood this concept, I really gave it a shot, which meant that I went wild. And one of the stories that I was practicing back then, and it's a small one that um, I do want it to manifest into my now a few years ago, was I did not have the community that I have today. I did not have the level 10 friendships that I have today. And that meant that I had to make up those level 10 friendships. So I asked myself, what would it look like? What would it taste like? Okay, maybe not taste like, but um, what would it feel like? What do we, what would we do? And one of the things that I wanted to have in my friendships, because I am a very curious person and I love to read, was I would love to be with my girlfriends, maybe four to five girls, all reading like the same books, and then after like sharing with each other what we understood, our perception of what we've just read, and just helping each other. Um, uplift each other. That was really important to me and it still is today. And a few years back, I would go to chapters and go anywhere with many books, go in the section that was aligned with me the most, sit on one of those chairs, and I would just read my book and imagine five of my girlfriends all together, hanging out, reading the same book. And I kid you not, I would even just like Think of like, oh, you make such a good point, Emily. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Oh, I didn't even see it that way. Literally start like communicating through my imagination as it was already happening in my now. And I kid you not, just a few years later, I saw myself with four to five girlfriends reading the same book, exchanging about our perspective about the current book that we were reading in that moment. And then I was like, oh my goodness, I had I had a deja vu. But that deja vu was actually me and that chapters, me or that indigo with those five or four girlfriends having that exact moment. And it was just, I was experiencing in that moment um, what I had created before. And that's just one of the examples of those level 10 friendship moments that I decided to embody back then which came into my reality. I absolutely love it. I'm going to add, going to throw a little bit of a question for you. So do you think that 
you had the deja vu of the past from the, you know, looking back, or do you think that in that moment when you were alone at chapters, you actually got a glimpse of your future? Do you think that the visions, the things that we feel in our hearts, the whispers that live there could actually be tangible glimpses of our future and almost like if it's alive in your heart, it exists and you just got a picture of it, but you've got to have the courage to choose that. What do you think about that, t- that point? Right. Well, first you have to give yourself permission, right? To have access to this level 10 vision. So that's one point. Do I think that I got a glimpse of the future in that moment? No, I think that when I was experiencing the manifestation of the vision I had years back, I was tuning in to the vision I had created initially. I was dialing in to the moment that I had created, but through a manifestation of the physical world, that was the moment that felt like a deja vu. I was stepping into a moment that I had created energetically and I was experiencing it physically. And that's the beauty of it. It's really like the awareness of I created this. Yeah. I just asked that because I really do believe that if you see something, if you feel something in your heart, that it is totally there. And the reason why it's coming to you is because there's something within your soul that wants that, right? So it's like, but oftentimes it feels so far, that gap feels so big or it feels so impossible based on, you know, the environment that you're currently in that we can almost like close those doors or brush them off or let the mind or the ego pull us out of that potential reality. But I love the idea of thinking that if you get that hit of inspiration, that it's like, wait a second, that was a, that was a download. That was a, a wisdom to like what is actually there. And the more that you open up the space and let's say you follow through in, with intention, you're actually opening up or closing the gap of when it's going to come to your life. Right. You make a good point regarding that. For me, I truly believe that any inspiration that you have within is a future potential manifestation. So for me, when I envision a level 10 friendship, a level 10 partner, a level 10 business, level 10 career, it's almost, there is a purpose for your inspiration. Not everybody have the same inspiration. They're uniquely crafted for you. And I want people to see, understand that they're actually your compass of where you're meant to be, right? The whispers of your heart. Their guidance, but we need to give ourselves permission. So yes, a lot of people, you know, we entertain our, our whispers of our heart to dial them down. But at the end of the day, they're actually our guides. They're telling us where we're meant to be. And so when I envision those level 10 friendships, I envision my future. I envision where I was meant to be. And I gave myself permission. Now, the temporality between my vision, so me embodying the energetic of it versus the physical manifestation, the temporality in between, that I leave it to the universe. It's going to come in when it's meant to be coming into my way, right? What's meant for you will never miss you. And it's the patience in between the energetics of things versus its manifestation in the physical world. Right. And in between that, there are elements that need to occur to get you closer to that, to prepare you for that. It almost reminds me of um, back in, I think, January or February, February, MG and I, we were doing a work session at her apartment. She lives like very close, about five minute walk away from me in uh, Old Port of Montreal. And we were talking about the vision and we were doing an envisioning exercise. I was guiding her through something just to kind of see the biggest, biggest vision. And one thing that came through in your vision was seeing us on a yacht in Italy, summering, of course, in our like fabulous life. And um, the idea of like this, like this moment, this bigger vision of celebrating, of cheersing the journey, the journey of where we, where we were. And when we came out of the meditation or came out of that, I remember I looked at her and I said, my, you know, my dear, what if we were in the yacht right now? Like, what if this was the yacht, you know, just being in the apartment, being in the journey, being in these moments of holding space for each other and having this friendship and, you know, 
brainstorming on the bigger vision and then coming up with maps to kind of make it all happen for each other. And I think that was a really uh, important like moment for both of us because since that moment, we kind of just both look at each other and we, we have this saying of like, we're in the, we're on the yacht. And which basically means that like, you know, you could have these goals and you can have that vision. But that said, the real nectar of life, the, the sweetest moments are actually here and now. And what I loved is that, and I had said this at the time was, you know, those girls cheersing in Italy, you know what they're going to be cheersing to us right here, right now. And they're going to say what it took to get here. Cheers. And the moments that are going to be sweet are those, you know, midnight whiteboard sessions coming up for creativity, honoring the whispers in our heart and leaking space for inspiration. So why not be fully enthralled in this journey of becoming for all of its sweetness that it is? We are on the yacht right now. We're basically on a yacht. We're already on the yacht. <laughs> I'm closing my eyes. I'm feeling Oh, wow. You know, parked outside of Capri and the Amalfi Coast, smelling the sea, feeling the sun on my skin, dressed fabulously, champagne in hand. Definitely. I, we, we have been talking a lot about being on the yacht. And it's, it's you know, we're in the energetics of the yacht. But meantime, we're creating, we're, we're growing, we're expanding. And I... I fell in love with the process. You know, I would love to be on a yacht right now, but I feel like I already am through the process of in this moment. Well, I think it's important because this is the difference between an empowered and a victim mindset, you know, like, cause there's, I don't want to say there's a gap to where you want to be when you have a goal and you're like, okay, this is what I want to work towards. This is what I want. Oftentimes it's, it's something that's within you, but you're looking at it something that's outside of you. But if you can find the qualities and the elements of that thing that are within you now, you've already attained the goal within. Um, and that said, the empowered mindset is going to understand that the empowered outlook, the empowered lens will know that truth. Whereas the victim lens is going to feel like it's so far away. It's going to see so much time, so many obstacles, so many reasons why you can't have your level 10 life. And what it's going to do is cause resistance, 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 block, block, block. Right. So the question is like right now, like, you know, for those of you guys listening, what is your life? Like if you were to actually think about where you are right here, right now, overall in your life or in specific areas, whether it's relationship, whether it's career, whether it's finances, whether it's your friendships, you know, are you looking at it as if you're on the yacht or are you looking at it as if like you're on the shore and there's that like boat way, 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 way far out in the ocean and you wish you were there. That's good. Yeah. So you, for example, in chapters, it's on the yacht moment, even though technically it didn't exist, you were celebrating it before. And that's the point. The more you're willing to do that, the more you're open to it, the sooner it's going to happen. Exactly. You can be on a yacht anywhere, everywhere. And it's a matter of giving yourself permission to embody whatever the yacht means to you, right? We, we found ourselves saying we're on the yacht in Italy, but what does yours look like? Is it a yacht? Is it a Corvette? Is it, you know, it could be anything as long as it aligns with you. And as long as it feels good to you. Beautiful. Beautiful. So what are your top three? Like if you have three tips for attaining the level 10 life, what are the three things someone can do right here, right now to gain clarity and work towards achieving that? Right. Clarity is everything. So my first tip for anything and everything is clarity. We spend our lives being on autopilot and we lack of questioning and taking responsibility for what is it that we actually want outside of what has been taught, outside of what civilization has been telling you and outside of what you've observed and absorbed growing up. So. If we talk about level 10 friendships, so we've been talking about level 10 friendships today. What does it look like to you to have a level 10 friendship? Is it somebody that checks in on you every day? Do you feel hurt? What's your relationship dynamic like? What's your ideal? No, asking yourself, first of all, what type of friendship do you aspire to have? And also what type of friend do you aspire to become? right? That's another big thing as well. It's embodiment of that level 10 friend. You need to also be able to enter the shoes 
of that friend as well. So having clarity. And then once you have that clarity, you just created yourself the perfect compass to guide you where to move, what to look for in the future individuals that you will encounter, but also looking at the ones that you have in your now, looking at your compass and asking, does this align with the compass that I've created? And if not, then there's other questions you need to ask yourself. That, okay, am I able to have this compromise here? What are my expectations here? Maybe I can communicate with that person my needs and desires based on the clarity that I've gained. Because that's another big thing as well. Like sharing your needs, your values, and what you look for in expectation in your friendship is very important. And I make sure that I say that to all of my friends, even just right after I meet them. and say, hey... I'm ready to have this level 10 friendship with you, but here are my non-negotiables. Here are my expectations. This is what feels good to me. And I also want to know yours because I want to make sure that I am a level 10 friend, right? And that's jumping on step number two, boundaries, creating a set of boundaries to protect this level 10 friendship, right? If a friend of yours keeps, I don't know, bailing on you and that doesn't make you feel good, but in your level 10 friendship, you feel good, heard, and seen, what could we do next? Okay. I can communicate that. Communicate that, Hey, I didn't feel heard or seen when you X, Y, Z. If that's not being heard, then we know that our compass is going to tell us to go in a different direction. Mm-hmm. You need to go a little bit more North, honey. Like, you know, it's, it's, it's going to guide you. It's going to tell you. See, the thing is, if you don't listen to that, if you don't listen to that compass, I've been in this situation before with long-term friendships, and I'm sure some of the listeners can relate, where you've had somebody in your life for a really long time, and just because you have the history, you know, you tend to cling on and hold on to friendships that don't necessarily serve you. And I've been in situations where certain people have felt entitled to almost be like, almost like an, I was an energetic punching bag. You know, they could just give me jabs or say things. And and I stayed there and just sort of took it because of the history of the friendship, because you've been friends for so long. But when it came down, I didn't realize I was at a, a point where I was curating my level 10 friends, but I got to a point in my own journey, my own worthiness where I'm like, how many times do I have to go through the cycle of, I want to quote unquote, lightly use the word abuse, but this energetic punching before I realized not going to do it anymore. And um, I'll never forget, like there's a few specific relationships that come to mind, but like the liberation that came and it was a hard thing to do to walk away, but the liberation that came from actually creating that boundary and walking away from it. Holy smokes. It just automatically having enough space from that just shot me up in terms of what I was willing to actually take on. Because when you get space from a situation like that, then you see it from that bird's eye perspective. You look back and you're like, oh my God, never again, (laughs) never again. Right? Right. Right. A good exercise that I do often when I have a new friend coming through or just scanning around the friendships that I have, because I think it's always important to have an analysis of your support group like level 10 support (laughs) once in a while. And I call it the fasting. So I'll be fasting a friend group for a week or two in which I'm going to channel and take a step back, see how my body's feeling without those relationships. Am I finding myself in a place in which I have more peace, Mm -hmm. more ease, more love? Or am I being called to connect with them so I can feel more love, more peace? It, it, the point of this exercise is to see the contrast of having those individuals in your life versus not having those people in your life. And I think it's really important because contrast gives you a really good data of what does your system need and what's most aligned with your system. I love that. Like I'm thinking about like, even if you have like gluten intolerance or your lactose intolerance, when you remove all things and then you slowly introduce products, that's when you realize, oh, my body's reacting this way or my body's reacting that way. So it's a similar concept, but just with people. Exactly. And you <laughs> so can do that in your life and then bring them in and see how they make you feel. Right. Exactly. And you can do that in all areas of your life. Yeah. The fasting of the people. It's important. 
Is that the third point or is there uh, was there a, a number three as well? No. So we have clarity and then we have the boundaries, protecting the castle, and then the embodiment. The embodiment is a combination of the expectations, the dedication, and the ongoing alignment of that compass. So the expectations, knowing that once you're in alignment, once you have that compass, expect it to come to fruition, expect it to come, leave it to the universe to bring it your way, be patient. It's on the way, but expect it to be here. It's already here. Then we have the embodiment, which is really embodying the level 10 friendship. What are the secret practices? What are the rituals of this level 10 friendship? You know? And lastly, the practice of the alignment of this level 10 friendship. So the last point is very much around the ongoing practice of the compass that we've created, of the boundaries that we've created, and the expectations of coming into you now. Actually practicing, actually doing it on a daily, and also having the awareness when you're a bit out of alignment to bring yourself back to the commitment that you've made. Exactly. So the embodiment of it, which is very, very important. So these are my three tips to creating your level 10 friendships. And you can practice those three tips in all other areas of your life, not just in friendship. Beautiful. Thank you, my dear. Um, I'm just so grateful. You know, I look around at the friend circle I have and they say super important. You are a byproduct of like the five people you spend the most time with just on an unconscious level, the people that you surround yourself with and the people that you interact daily, it's going to kind of set the bar to what you think is possible, where you live, the energy you carry. And I look around and I just feel so blessed daily at the women and the support group in my life. You know, I really think there's something in the sisterhood, like in, in um, real friendships of, uh, of having those people around you who will be there for you. Yes, when you're quote unquote on the yacht and life is good, but then also when life puts you down on your knees and have people will, who will support you when life feels hard or a challenge comes up, who isn't going to judge you, who's going to support you, who's going to love you and vice versa. Absolutely. And the last point that I forgot to mention is giving yourself permission. I think it's like the most important point, which unfortunately- I in the beginning, the very it was the very first point. So the fact that it's most important, it's coming back around. You did mention permission earlier today. Oh, again. Right. I'm repeating it again because it's way, it's it's too important. It's too important. The per, giving yourself permission to actualize, to step into that level 10 friendship. I love it. I love it. And full permission for your level 10 life. I am here and I'm going to back that too. Um, only, and the thing is when it comes to permission, only you can give it to yourself. So it can be something that you can hear from MG and I, it's something you can hear someone else say, or something that you can read about, but it really is an intimate process of you and you back to you. Like MG says, giving yourself permission of living the life that you are worthy, you know, that fully expressed full color, whatever it may look like to you, full permission granted. And the minute that you give yourself that full permission to actually go for your dreams of what it is that you want, the universe is absolutely there to support you through and through. 100%. They're actually the one who created the seeds within you that calls you every day, that knocks at a door every day, and they're just waiting for you to give yourself permission to step into the path of back to you. Beautiful. So anything else before we wrap up this episode? I'm loving, I'm loving it, MG. Anything else that's on your heart that you want to share or any questions you want to ask? Actually, I'm curious, how was your journey a little in a nutshell of your level 10 friendship? How did you get yourself into this level 10 life? Honestly, like when it comes to level 10 friendships specifically, I look around and every single day I feel so blessed for the curated friends that I have around me, the support system. Mm -hmm. of, I'm saying women, but women and men, but mostly women um, that surround me. And it really is a curated, it's a curated group. You know, I've, um, like I'd shared earlier, I didn't always feel the support from the people around me and a bit of my journey, not to go too into it because this is an episode about you, but um, you know, from, from where I was born, from where I lived, I 
chose a very different path. I kind of veered off from what was the norm. And in the beginning of veering off, especially like the first bits when you're going off, you're doing something different. Oftentimes there can be a lot of projection from the people who care about you and love you because they want to keep you safe and they project their own fears or limitations and, and love in a sense disguised to keep you there, keep you a part of the pack. So, you know, through that process of listening to the whispers of my heart, checking in with myself and honoring what was my aligned path, I found that a lot of those people who may have had their projections in the beginning, once they saw that I was safe and that it was like, it worked, you know, worked out and that was doing cool things off, a lot of them came back around, but there were those few people who just couldn't get past their own judgments and their own projections. And, you know, for a while there, as I was going and carving my own path, there was a part of me that didn't want to let anybody down and would come back and want to people please and come back and, you know, really cater to those friendships. Or like I said, put myself as an energetic punching bag for certain comments, remarks, or this, that, and just, and take it on. But then it reached a point in my own worthiness journey where I finally realized what was happening. I was like, wait a second, (laughs) wait a second. This is not my stuff. And I'm not going to like take it anymore. And was it painful? Absolutely. Was it hard? For sure. But it comes to that point where you you look and you're like, I'm going to honor me. I've got to honor the little girl within. I've got to honor those whispers on my heart. Mm-hmm. And uh, the more I've been willing to honor that journey and carve that path, the more aligned souls and spirits and beautiful women have come in and uh, in the most beautiful ways. And now that I look at my life from where I was, let's say, a decade ago, 10 years ago to where I am now, grateful beyond because like, look at you. (laughs) You're a great representation right here, right now. Look at you. And, and you are one of the many women, you know, and I say many, you know, a little bit loosely, I have a solid, I'd say 10, but many women who are there to support me through the highest of highs and through my lowest of lows. And that's invaluable. Right. So many of the women I speak to now, you know, a lot of them struggle with, with feeling, you know, seen and supported even amongst their closest friends. Mm-hmm. So, but had you not, you know, there's a decision to be made at that point. It's either you honor yourself and you, and you go on that path. You get curious about your level 10 friendships, your level 10 relationships, or you stay in a situation where on the outside, it may look like you've got your friends and you've got that circle yet inside you feel empty. Inside, you feel misunderstood. Inside, you feel alone. I feel that. (laughs) I think, yeah, I I definitely feel that. And a disclaimer, and you mentioned it yourself, is it's tough. It's not an easy path. And we're just talking about our level 10 friendships today. But then there's all those other areas of our lives. But one thing that is going to be there is when you make the move, when you make the hard move, of saying no, of saying, wow, this isn't for me and actually moving forward in alignment with what is your level 10 friendship. First, it's going to be really hard, but then you have a huge gift back. It's almost like the universe gifts you from making an action towards this level 10 friendship. Like the gift that comes after saying yes to the level 10 friendships that you rightly deserve is so sweet. Yeah. And the same thing that you did for your journey, look at today by saying no, look at the amazing woman that you have surrounding you, supporting you. Well, and then you kind of like, you know, you, you blaze the path in a way and then you find, and I've seen it with my clients as well. They, the right people come to them, you know, even though there were, and this will go to friends or even relationships, or like you said, it could be in other areas of your life, but you carve that path, you honor yourself. And then it is guaranteed that if you stay true to that, the right people will come to you. And you can also inspire people like within this, even this podcast, this community, your community, you know, it's created a a space for other people who are aligned to come and get curious and, and realize that there are different ways that you don't have to feel muted inside. You don't have to feel like you're, you're at a level one or two. Right. And that's the norm. It doesn't have right. to be the norm. Right. No, I, I, I so agree with that. And, you know, it's, I just want to mention that 
we are the proof of it. <laughs> this narrative of once you make the right aligned decision or move, it comes. It really does. Once you make the decision of this level 10 friendship or level 10 life, it comes. And for anybody who's curious about human design, I'm just realizing that our friendships works like so well for our design because I'm a projector. So my, like my way of being is to wait for invitations and MG is a manifesting generator. So she's more one to like actually take action, take charge and kind of see. So like you literally through IG, which social media is real. Like, you know, you can either be a consumer or you can be a creator with social media, or you can do a little bit of both, but you know, you can definitely create, be a creator in terms of creating relationships there. And you did, you saw that you reached out, you, you know, put yourself out there and the invitation was there for me. And the one thing I think that this highlights is that if we were to rewind a year ago, last July, that's when you had sent me out the initial message, mm-hmm. you know, and little did we know because we played ping pong for the, with the invitation and trying to make it work. But three months later, you know, you would come in as one of my closest friends in Montreal and somebody who's been there to just guide me through one of my hardest years of my life. So on that note, my love, I adore you. Um, I'm so grateful that you're like my neighbor <laughs> and, uh, and that we can be uh, pursuing and in, in celebrating this level 10 life together. Uh, where can people find you if anybody wants to connect? Right. People can find me through Instagram, which is the art of self with MG and also through my website, which is www.mgzuso.com or you can just go with my link in bio. We're going to put it all in the show notes, my love. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and permission granted. Give yourself permission. You deserve that level 10 life. On that note, we'll talk to you later. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening. If you love today's episode, we have many more amazing topics to come. So make sure to subscribe to never miss a beat. And since you made it this far, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at Samantha Roberto and tell me what was your biggest takeaway? I want to know. If you're looking for even more support, make sure to check out samantharoberto.com for more information about my coaching packages and stay tuned because next week we have another incredible episode being dropped. And don't worry, if you're super eager, we have a whole bunch of binge-worthy, life-changing episodes already posted so you can keep going there. Remember, you are most beautiful when you are you. So turn up your light and shine, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.